Live. Welcome to another episode of the Batwoman Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel Eiley, and I'm here with... Mimi. And our special guest... Jeremy. So how you doing, guys? Yes, we are very happy <laughs> to uh, be coming to you guys once again. Just still on hiatus. Um, and we have episode four, Who Are You? So we're moving on through the plot of season one, even though it seems like they're doing all of these reveals really soon. But, you know, it's still good. I thought I thought the episode was decent. I think it's 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 moving on and maturing kind of, I guess. What would you guys think? I think it's getting better. Uh, like the the fight, the choreography is slightly improving. They're using more light, so they're not trying to hide the stunt doubles using like darkness. So yes, you know, that, that's a that's a good sign. That is a good sign. Um, and I like that like they're showing Kate messing up and like actually learning instead of just kind of sh- shirking it off. Like, oh no, that was just a fluke. Like she's actually realizing, okay, I messed up. Let me yeah. figure out how to do this. Okay, maybe I need to learn how to throw this boomerang thingy. <laughs> yeah, actually learn things. It is very nice to see that. Like, it's making me very excited that when we get to binge all of it, I'll get to go, oh, look, this show grew, and I'll feel it as of right now, where it's just like, oh, yeah, baby steps, good job. It's like when you're on a subway that's going local instead of express, so you're expecting it to go faster, then you're like, oh, yeah, wait, it's making every stop. Like, that's kind of how I feel right now. <laughs> that is that is the most wow. New York analogy yeah. I have ever heard. You're welcome. I You're mean, welcome. I'm actually also from New York, but yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, no, same, same. I, that, that's why I was just like, I feel like people who are listening will not understand that. But that is okay, most... so to, stop, to not help slightly explain, basically, it's when your train goes so much slower than you ever thought it could possibly go. It's and it expresses great and skips it's like 10 stops or two, but those two stops are still really nice. Yeah, we, we've um, expressed busters in Chicago, but they're so rare you can never find them. But yeah, I think like there, there's definitely a lot of like brighter spots. Honestly, like the side characters are really interesting, and they're like the more the more the show goes on, the more I find myself like, okay, can we cut back to Mary? Yeah, like, I, I want to I know what's going on with Mary. Yeah, I feel I feel like they kind of have a Harry Potter complex going on, where you know, like nobody's favorite character is Harry. I feel like that's kind of going on with Kate. <laughs> that's, that's pretty accurate. No, I, I agree with that. I Honestly, that's one of my one of my biggest issues with the show, just like in general, is the fact that, you know, I can't connect with the lead on like every other Arrowverse show where there's at least some factor where I'm like, okay, you're cool in this way. Yeah. Um, but like, I haven't found that yet with Kate. But everybody else is pretty awesome. I like everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, everyone else is doing a good job. I, th- I think Kate is still just in the, I'm so dark and brooding, and my twin sister is evil, and my love is dating, or no, excuse me, she's married to a man, and we have to deal with this, and all that good stuff, and it's just like, okay, honey, can you calm down a little bit, maybe, please? <laughs> yeah, there's a, there, there's a lot going on with Kate, and I feel like it's not enough, it's not anything, like, all that interesting that, like, is care-worthy, I feel like. Like, it's just kind of like, eh! Can we let's, let's go back to Alice? Alice is fun. I'm like, I, I know Gotham is dangerous, but we lived through like what we're on season eight of Arrow, and Star City has not exploded yet. Like, I feel like we'll get through it. Exactly right. Like, no one, no one's made like a massive earthquake device to destroy Gotham. We're doing okay. Right? <laughs> or they weren't invaded by assassins, or you know, an Australian mercenary. 
um, you know, taking <laughs> taking over the city by like an- annihilating a bunch of rich people. But you know, that's just, just how it happens. It. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get into our discussion of the episode. Uh, for our eight plot, we had Kate and our villain for the week, Magpie. So this is kind of a change in structure than what we've seen so far. It's been, for the first three episodes at least, it's been very much of Alice building as the villain. Um, and very much, obviously, she's going to be a season-long villain. But this week they decided to introduce the villain of the week, which, I mean, is definitely something that Arrow and the Flash and Supergirl have done, where they have, you know, the long saga villain for the season, and then they have the villain of the week ones. Um so I thought it was interesting. I think they're trying to, like, grow Kate more as a hero outside of just her interactions with Alice, because I could see that getting, like, old really fast. What oh, yeah. What would you guys yeah. think? Um, well, as a Batman fan, like, I'm always, uh, like, a, like championing whenever, like, the obscure Bat characters get to come out and play. So it was cool seeing Magpie, even though she was kind of just discount Catwoman. Yeah. But it was still... <laughs> It was still pretty cool seeing her do, like, the whole laser grid thief type thing. And, um, like, her her costume wasn't too bad. And I, I like just kind of the, the, back, the back and forth banter. Um, I'm not really a big fan of the Villain of the Week formula. I kind of prefer, like, the, the, the Black Lightning approach where you just kind of focus on, like, one main villain. And you have, like, the side plots connecting to that villain. But there's no Villain of the Week type thing. It, yeah. I feel like it keeps the story tighter. But, you know, it's a first season. A lot of the first seasons just need to find their footing. So, I'm, you know, I'm going to give it a pass for now. What did you think, Mimi? I thought Magpie was really amusing because I watched the episode on Monday with an old roommate. And we were just like, oh, yeah, you. And it's great watching with my old roommate because she knows only what I tell her on the commercials, really, about Batwoman, other than what she sees on the trailers. But she's invested for Ruby Rose. But we also sit there going, oh, man. Oh, no. Why? Why do you say that? But we both really liked Magpie because we're like, you're cheesy. You're giving us each Catwoman feels. She also gave me slightly more black cat, but that's mainly because of the whole white, 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 white. Yeah, hair yeah, the white hair costume. Yeah. But like, yeah. all of her banter sounded like really old fashioned, like old Batman. Yeah, I could totally I hear like. that coming from like an Eartha kit. Or yeah, definitely. Yeah. 60s Batman. I, I dug it. Like, I'm okay with that. It was cheesy. It felt, it was refreshing and it's... Yes. It was refreshing in that way that we've all seen this formula before now on so many shows. My brain first thought of Grimm with the Monster of the Week and not even any of the other Arrowverse shows. <laughs> now, I, see, my, you know? my, my first exposure to the Monster of the Week formula was like, as a kid, watching Buffy. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, that's yeah. where it really got popularized and like, you know, I'm kind of, as much as it's cool sometimes, like, some shows get really creative with it. Like, other shows like Legacies has fun and, like, really cool creature designs. But, like, uh-huh. other, other times it's like, ah! Like, Flash, I'm kind of tired of the whole Villain of the Week thing. I, yeah. We, we need to stop. Uh, I, but... I think, I think I mostly saw it used for the first time really, like, decently was on Smallville. Um... The first four seasons really are. Fun. I, I love yeah. Smallville. <laughs> I will talk about Smallville all day. The fir- the first four seasons though, were, they were very very heavy freak of the week. Um, oh yeah, that's good. That's good. It's the puberty years where you're still trying to figure out all the powers and whatnot. All and that good it's stuff. A- it's like you know, being in high school <laughs> yeah. is awkward and hard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Basically, okay. Oh man. 
Yeah. Um, no, I, I, she, it felt very Batman, Batman like to me, which I mean, I guess we're going to be getting a lot of that. So it felt authentic. Yeah. I appreciated yeah, that. It did. Authentic's a good way to put it. So and we kind of just discussed, you know, her as a villain, what we thought. So then we get down to our emergencies that Kate is having throughout the show that she's constantly having to run away from. So they had a flood and an electrical fire in the same day. <laughs> yep. Like, I know Gotham is, like, not good, but, like, are you okay, honey? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, Reagan, Reagan had a very, like, very valid reaction to, like, are, are you sure are you sure you can handle all that? That's, like, two big emergencies in, like, within the span of a couple hours. Are you good? <laughs> like, normally there's, like, at least a week between these kind of things, but, like, oh, no, there's just always people in danger. <laughs> I'm just remembering that scene now and just how precious her facial expressions were when she was trying to be like, Kate, what the hell? And Kate's just like, uh, you know, I also like love how bad of a liar Kate is right now. Like that part. Oh, it's crazy. Because I'm just like, that, that, that's in what my head, I'm like, saying. I could be like, smooth. Like, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Reagan's reactions are f- freaking priceless because like, she, she is pretty much an audi- audience surrogate. Like, I'm not buying any of this. Like, yeah, basically. <laughs> what is happening? She, well, I guess she'll tell me if she needs to tell me. Whatever. I, I, I feel like at this point, I feel like Kate's going to, like, either she's going to choose to trust her or she's going to, like, mess up and reveal it. And then she's going to end up getting written out in, like, I don't know, like, five or six episodes from now. But I know. mean, it's an Arrowverse show. Every Arrowverse show has the main character be real bad at keeping their secret identity, so they have to tell everybody important to them so that we don't have to deal with the whole mask trope, because the mask trope has kind of gotten old over the years. What's that, uh, the, the clip of Barry at his bachelorette party when he's like, or bachelor party, <laughs> she's like, I'm the Flash! <laughs> I'm the Flash! Yes. <laughs> that was great. You know, that's pretty much it. It's it. like, Barry, Barry is especially the worst at this. Like, he's a, he reveals his identity to villains, to just casual people walking through Star Labs. See, that, like, that's why I thought season two of The Flash with Patty was so inauthentic. He's like, I can't reveal my true self to her. I was like, Barry, you did it to, like, everybody last week, honestly. like <laughs> Exactly. And I, I feel like Kate's going to end up being that way, too. She's like, you know what? This is, it's too hard to do this. I don't know how Bruce kept a secret for this long, even though pretty much everybody figured it out, apparently, because, you know... Thomas Elliot is a thing, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> what what I want to have happen is Reagan to kind of just. I want Kate to be her lovely sloppy self, and like, if she's carrying around the stuff and say the duffel bag, I want Reagan to just kind of find it and be like, like, all right, so this isn't role play. I like it. So you're Batwoman. This is fine. Now, how's everything else going? Like, I wanted to just casually bring it up in that way. So that is, like is Reagan a reporter? I'm kind of confused at what her job is. Is she a reporter? What is she doing? What is she supposed to be doing? I thought she was just a bartender. But, oh, like, just party a- bartender. Like okay, a- so, okay yeah. so she's, like, a bartender and, like, a caterer. Okay, because she, 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 she's... I don't know. I don't know why, but she looks like she could be like a journalist. Like she has a very like a journalist. Yeah, like, I can see that. I don't know. From my um, my looking at characters named Reagan in the DC universes, they were mostly just like FBI agents. So maybe, ah. maybe she'll be undercover FBI. That would be an interesting plot twist. I don't think they'll do that, but that would be interesting. That would be interesting, especially given like you know uh, Kane, Kane's whole like government past and stuff like that. I think, yeah, that could be cool if they decide to do that. 
yeah. yeah. That would be interesting. <laughs> I have a cat in my lap right now trying to bite my wires. Okay. Oh, no. Don't eat the wires, little one. <laughs> uh, but we have Magpie and Kate running around doing the villain and the hero thing. And then we got our B-plot, which is mostly just Catherine and Alice kind of doing this evil face-off thing. Where it starts with Catherine just exhuming Beth's grave. Which, um, I mean, that was really creepy. But okay. I really enjoyed this because it was super over the top and extra. And I am all about this. Um, <laughs> just because it's just like they, they keep trying to outdo each other. Like, no, I'm more evil. Oh, you thought so. I am more evil. I'm the evil. <laughs> Like, it was it was so much fun <laughs> to just watch that back and forth, and, like, also, like, the acting within acting for Catherine, where she's just like, oh, no, you know, Alice is coming after me, what are we gonna do, Jacob? Like, I was just uh, like, she, she, she faked the bone fragments, we know this, so we know that she knows that there's nothing in that grave, why is she digging the grave up? Like, yeah. it seems like it would be the last thing she would want to do. So I, I don't understand what her, her entire point with that was. Uh, I just feel like she wants to be extra, because that, that, that just that seems to be the only motivation for, like, some of these some of these people in this show. Yeah, like, that's, that's pretty valid. Why did, you, why did you need to shoot a... Why, <laughs> hey, Luke, why did you need to shoot a hole in the suit to prove it was bulletproof? Oh, no, just because I wanted to be extra. I it's not like I have to repair it myself or anything. Dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> what is my goal in life? To be as dramatic as the other person in the scene, Nick. Pretty much. To the CW. Yeah. D- dare to defy, right? Yeah, right. So <laughs> we go on and we have Alice threatening Catherine, which is kind of like, ooh, it's the the battle between the baddies. Which, which I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of torn on Catherine if she's going to end up being just like a like a neutral. A neutral person where she's like kind of good but kind of bad and not like fully on one side or she's just gonna go like straight up evil i'm not entirely sure. uh i'm i'm definitely thinking straight up evil but she's not gonna be like an on the field straight up evil she's gonna be like a string puller oh yeah which i i, mm. I think is a lot more interesting than just a mwahaha i'm the evil bad guy like oh no you think i'm a good guy but honestly i'm just playing all of you because you guys are stupid she's the mastermind behind it all yeah no one knows exactly i i i kind of dig that and um especially um considering that like mary and kate are developing a friendship she's definitely gonna have like pieces to use like as like the show goes on so i think it'll be interesting as it develops yeah definitely so i'm in- I'm excited to see how how fleshed out that's going to be. You know, it's, like, it's been a while since we've had a good evil stepmom sort of thing. Yeah. At least from what I can recall, it's been a while. It's mainly just been, oh, oh, uh, Damon Dark, for example. We've had evil dads. We oh. haven't had evil moms, all at least in the... Dads. And I love all the evil dads, but I'm excited to have, like, a good evil mom, especially with how she's being all like, oh, no, Jacob, please help me. And he's just like, uh... You know, it's like, I like how those scenes are going, he, even though it's making me sad for him. It's just like, I like how that's playing out. Yeah, it's been it's been good. Um, yeah, I feel like the Arrowverse hasn't had that many great, like, female villains, honestly. Yeah, no, they've, they've had a couple, like, badass ones, like China White and whatever, but none of them have, like, the actual, like, villain-villain presence. I met... Most of... 
I met the actress that plays China White over the over the uh, summer. She was really cool. <laughs> yeah, she yeah she's pretty awesome. No, like um the 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 Arrowverse female villains are either just kind of like really badass, great at action sequences, or oh hey you're pretty. See, there's like I'm like well there's Nora Dark and there's like Raid, but neither of them ended up being evil, so I feel like they don't really count, honestly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, yes, um, Catherine decides that her best plan after digging up a grave that she knows wasn't a grave (laughs) is to spill everything to Jacob. So now Jacob knows that his wife faked his daughter's bone fragments. And, just, and that, like, where and did she think that was going to go? How, like, how is, exactly, how is yeah. that going to help her? I was like, what, like, what is she expecting to get out of this? I don't understand. Like, is he not, is he not going to be like, oh, so you lied to me all these years, but I forgive you. It's cool. Like, it's not uh, like it was just my daughter or anything. Hey, what the fuck? What the F? <laughs> like, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's no big deal. It's not like it was my daughter, you know, one, one of my kids. It's Skull cool. fragments. You could just have water like, and, a normal bone. Water it had to be skull fragments. <laughs> yeah, well, why did it have to be specifically skull? Like, is is there like a is there is there like a deeper meaning to that, or just oh no, we want something know. more dramatic? How do you even fake skull fragments? Did she have to like buy bones from somewhere? Is there a human black market for bones? Probably. I mean, Gotham, I mean, Gotham, Gotham them, has so. a black market for any anything really. That's true. Like, I, I would not be surprised. I guess you could just like hit up the morgue when someone isn't looking and like bash somebody's brain in, like steal a skull. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, like, like you could just pay, you could just pay the coroner to chip somebody like chip somebody's skull like of an already dead body and be like, oh, this was a, a child who died like of oh man, this is gonna sound really messed up. Oh, this is a child who died recently of terminal cancer, but I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna pay you a couple a couple grand so you can like chip this child's head a little bit so we can fake this little girl's skull fragments so that my husband can stop looking for his daughter. Welcome to Gotham, yeah. where everybody is corrupt, even the more right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like especially them because like there's there's so much covering up in Gotham. Like I feel like that if you're any kind of like city worker, you've got some level of corruption unless your name is James Gordon. Yeah, that's valid. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I think that's just how Gotham is functioning as a society at this point. It's just everyone takes the payoffs. On your scale? That's what works. Yeah. yeah also, <laughs> like, another, a question that I've always had about this show right from the jump. Why are the police operating and there's no Gordon? Like, Well, that's what I'm just like, are they mainly the police, though, or is it... Just Jacob doing like his private security yeah, thing. That, that, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, are, are the police just non-existent now, and Jacob has just taken over? Did Gordon just give up too? Yeah. And be like, all right, cool, you can have it. I mean, I like I can kind of see him walking out if Batman left, but like at the same time, I was like, they just there's there's no police. They're just the private security for the whole city. That doesn't sound like a thing that you could do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, like, I, I feel like I it's, it's one of those situations. If you keep pulling at the thread, it's just going to make less and less sense. Yeah, I, I guess they felt like probably the James Gordon was more of a Batman character that they didn't want to uh, have in the show at least for now. I mean, they might bring him yeah. in at some point. Who knows? But yeah, yeah, my, we'll see. My guess is like sometime season two or three, you'll be like, oh yeah, we have James Gordon's bat, or like Babs, like they'll they'll like 
introduce them slowly because they're like, no, we got to focus on just the crows because that's what we want to use right now. Eventually, yes. you'll, those other people you associate with Gotham, but not yet. We don't have the rights to them yet. I mean, well, sure. yeah, because there's the embargo going on for the Birds of Prey movie, which I think is yeah. going to be an awesome movie. Yeah, I was I was at least hoping for Bullock. Bullock is my dude, man. Like he's so much fun. Uh, that been fun. He is very fun. That's just that's like I don't know. He's I think he's best in the animated series. That's like the best. Yeah. Time. Oh yeah, but like time. stuff in stuff like Gotham City Central gave him a lot of personality too. So like I I, I think you know he would have been a fun one to like go like uh, back and forth with Kate and have this kind of weird like Gordon Batman relationship, but he's like a Gordon that does not give a crap. Like that would be interesting. One day we better get that, and that's going to be great. That'd be nice. Yeah. I'm just like I don't. I'm when it comes to other characters showing up in this show. I'm just like never say never because for like so long during just season one of Supergirl, everyone was like, "There's no way Superman will ever show up." Start of yeah, season two. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's He's true. So I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe Batman will show up. Who knows? Who knows who'll play him? But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Titans got Batman, so at this rate, it'll probably be Cole Sprouse playing Batman. But I guess we'll see. <laughs> you know, you you say that as a joke, but I could seriously see him as a decent Tim Drake. I yeah yeah, I could see that. He's he's I mean, he's got the whole brooding thing going on. Very he does. He, he's 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 decently good at it. I, I I wouldn't mind him as Tim, like just but not because he's got like the whole smart vibe to him. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm somehow still watching Riverdale, despite knowing how terrible oh. it is. <laughs> oh, oh, believe me, that's we'll part of the charm. That separate. is part of the charm. Yeah, that's, just... that's, that's a whole other podcast, but yeah. And here we no, are. <laughs> we, get we get it. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then after uh, Catherine gets done with her discussion with Jacob, we see that there's Alice's boo thing, and Kate's not letting him die. Is this character growth? Right? I, I, I kind of gasped a little bit. I was like, oh, so you're not going to be kill happy. You're going to actually follow the bat code. I just, everyone oh. needs to know that I, I was doing like the meme there. That, is this character growth? with The butterflies? That's, yes. that's what that yes. was, in case you didn't get that. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I loved that scene. I thought that was great. Also, in the meme reference, thank you for that. And uh, then again, like, Mary, Mary's stealing the show here. Mary pretending to be Alice while Homeboy is, like, sedated and high. That was like, hilarious. That was fantastic. Um, Mary is one of the best characters on this show. Like, oh, she's, she's so great. Uh, yeah, no, Nicole Kang is definitely, like, the breakout star from this so far. She's She's doing great. Mary is, like, so well done. Especially she, has like, so it, much, she has so much fun, and I feel like no one else on this show is having fun, but she is having the time of her life. She is the only that. happy person in Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think she's doing a really good job, especially because she's technically an original character. She, she doesn't really have anything to base it off, and she's just, like, being awesome. And I'm just like, this is, this is good. I'm liking this. Yeah, and I, I think that's where you, like, hit the sweet spot, right? Where you don't have to be, like, held to this, a certain standard because you're an OC. You yeah. get to kind of just do your own thing. And I think she's really killing it. Like, she's honestly my favorite character right now. Yeah. She's... I'm... Go ahead, Mimi. I'm just so happy, one, that we have Mary being, like, the ray of sunshine. It's so happy and satisfying to have after her 
not knowing how this character was going to be. And now it's like we're four episodes in and much like you guys, like, I love her. She's so great. I want nothing bad to happen to her. And because I mean, she's a ray of sunshine, I know so much doom and gloom will be around her because she's in Gotham. But I love that when Kate appeared with the guy who tried to kill her, she's like, uh, I don't I don't like this. And then was like, yeah, but I, I do follow the oath and I will help the guy reluctantly. And I liked that. That was very just <laughs> I, I love I love her first reaction. That she moment, goes, you know. I yes. love her reaction. She goes, "Um, you do know that he tried to kill me, right? Uh, do, like, I don't know if I want to do this." It's like, <laughs> oh, people need medical treatment sometimes so they don't die, right? That's a thing. Uh, oh man, <laughs> no. But like, Mary's just great. She's also the source of all the gifts from the show. Like, all the fun gifts are Mary gifts, and. Like, if you ever need just a fun rabbit hole to go down, just look those up. They're fun. Good to know. Yeah, no, Aww. she's definitely she's definitely having the most fun in the show, I would say. Okay, so we kind of got through the plot a little bit, most of the big points. So how, just different things that we're thinking about in the show. Like, I, I kind of mentioned at the beginning, are they spilling a lot of plot points really early yeah. on the show? No, I I, I felt <laughs> that way right from the jump. Like, first episode, bam, no mystery whatsoever. Alice is Betty Kane. Yep. Cool. All right. I see what we're doing here. We're moving faster. I kind of appreciate that. I'm glad you're not dragging it. But, like, one episode, that's a, yeah, well, seems a little quick. Exactly. No, on our season zero episodes, I was like, I wonder, you know, how long they're going to take to introduce this. Is this something gonna, they're going to be, like, halfway through the show where it's going to be, like, by the end of the season? But then it was just immediate. And I was like, oh, I guess that's one way of doing it. Yeah. No, um, I, I do think that they're, like, they're having these reveals happen so quickly that they, you know, you don't really have anything, like, sit, like, and, like, you don't get to, like, theorize or think about stuff, like, yeah. which is kind of half the fun of, of these shows in the first place. I mean, it like, just makes me question, what what are they going to do for the rest of the season? <laughs> yeah, yeah if, they, if they blow through all their twists, like, what is left? And, I mean, like, they could have done one thing where it was, like, the audience knew she was Beth, but uh, Kate didn't know. But then immediately in episode two, they're, like, Kate's, like, Mary's, or, excuse me, wow, Alice is Beth. And you're like, oh, and, okay. Yeah, and, 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 and she's like determined to like prove it to everybody. Also, Sophie pretty much already knows that she's Batwoman. Like that's just kind of a foregone conclusion. Oh yeah, like, Sophie knows. She, she yeah. straight up says you're Batwoman, right? Like Sophie's and, in denial, but she knows. <laughs> yeah, like so, so that's gonna happen soon. We're gonna see that and how that plays out. But yeah, they they really are very quick on the trigger with their plot twists. Yeah, and I think that was definitely shored up in this episode again by Catherine spilling to Jacob, and we're like, oh, so I mean, I guess if but they want on the plus side, next week seems to be almost an entirely Alice centric episode, which should be awesome. That is on the plus side for sure. <laughs> I was like, not like anyone on the CW is ever going to win like an Emmy or anything, but like Rachel Scarston is doing great. <laughs> oh, she's yeah, she's killing it. I, I'm telling you, her, her and Mary just deserve their own show. Like, we need to start like the CW Emmys for like shows that like will never get nominated for actual Emmys. <laughs> just give our opinions. <laughs> what I want to know is like, okay, so this is supposed to be caught up and things like that but when they were mapping out their plot points for the season one do we know if it's 22 episodes or 23 episodes 
for like it, the I think it's season. twenty. It's it's twenty two because they got yeah. the full order. They just got yeah. okay. So it's twenty two yeah. episodes. So I want to know. It's like all right. So they're setting up their formula. Most Arrowverse shows by episode eight, you get like your th- stuff set up and ready, and then you have Batwoman. And they're like, no, by episode four, everything is set up, and we're gonna just keep on going. And it's also, I also I think one of the things that's like why they're like blitzing through everything is because by the time of the crossover, she was already like, look at me, I'm badass in the suit, doing cool things. Yeah. So I, I feel like they sense. have to. They have to fast forward to the point where she's already at the point of the crossover by the time the next crossover happens. And I, like, I, mean, I do get that part, yeah. but my, my main feeling is, like, much like my subway analogy earlier, I feel like it just we just stepped onto an express train and had no idea until we're suddenly on it. And I feel like that's where it's going because, like you just said, they're trying to build us to the Batwoman we from the, like, ten minutes of screen time we got last year. Honestly, but because of yeah. that, they're just rushing through stuff that... I know normally I don't like when things get dragged out. It just we're getting so much so fast, and there's just yeah. no time to digest it. Yeah, you never realize how important <laughs> the small things are until people like really start to like rush through the small stuff. Yeah, like you know, like Arrow for all all its shortcomings with its first season and how it dragged on. It's really important now that we're at the final season. You're like, oh, I re- I remember that. That's a cool payoff. Thank you for finally, like, addressing this thing that was never addressed before. Like, that's cool. I appreciate that. Like, Arrow has learned its lesson. Honestly, the season premiere of Arrow this season I thought was really good. And I'm, like, not a crazy Arrow person. (laughs) But just, like, the mirroring from the first episode, but on Earth 2, I was like, that was so well done. Give yeah, me more Tommy, so, also, but yeah. <laughs> so that, that's the that's the thing that I feel like Batwoman is lacking is like they don't take the time to just breathe, and so like again, you don't care as much because everything is so rushed, and yeah. that's my biggest problem with the show is that you don't get time to get to know people enough, so you don't care. Yeah, how am just... I supposed to care if you're just moving like? At flash speed, but this is a Batman show. You're just immediately thrown into their emotional stakes, but they haven't given you a reason to actually care about the character yet. So you're just like, exactly. this piece, this person's in pain. I don't know how to feel. Exactly. They just throw a trope <laughs> at you and expect you to know their entire character arc. And it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I feel like the CW kind of put them in an awkward spot by having her be already established by the time we got her first look at her. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's kind of kind of be how Legends is this season. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, so but yeah, no, I I understand like plot wise why they would want to be like I understand they would they'd want like most of the season to focus on Kate trying to get her sister back, so they developed it early, or that like they wanted Jacob to know early that his daughter isn't actually dead, so they had Catherine spill it to him early, but like. We've just been saying it just it feels really rushed, and I don't know what they're going to do for the rest of the season. It makes, yeah, makes like, me feel what are like, they going to do? What are they going to do when Alice is quote unquote defeated or put in Arkham or something? Like, oh, we spent so much time on Alice. Who 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 else is going to be our bad guy? Like, there's no way they're going to make Alice last twenty two episodes, given how fast the show is moving. I just it reminds me of like season four of twenty four when like. They rescue, like, the captured Secretary of State and his daughter and stuff, and it's, like, hour three, and you're like, what's going to happen for the next, like, 21 hours? And they have to, like, set off a nuclear warhead and make the president evil and, like, just keeps building these stakes because they keep throwing them out. And I'm just like, okay, 
That's what I'm saying. Are they just gonna have to like super escalate to the point where like the Joker shows up? Oh like, God, no Joker, please. Please uh, well, no. Uh, that was just that's just an exaggeration, like worst case scenario. But like at this rate, <laughs> I would not be surprised if like oh yeah, so uh, Bane he broke Bruce's back, and that's why Batman's been gone. Guess what? Bane is back now. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm curious as to how one they'll eventually reveal that, and like two. Yeah. Don't give that to us in season one. For the love of God, make that the season like five thing. Not oh, like yeah. Bruce Till season five, but like a you know? Yeah. Yeah, like you gotta you gotta <laughs> earn the big Batman villains. Honestly, I felt weird with, that they introduced Hush in episode two and it was just like I love revenge. It was cool seeing Nolan again, but like I don't know if you should have just dropped Hush like out of nowhere. Like yeah. oh, Hey, it's Thomas Elliot. Look at that. It's like It was ah! really right off the bat and I I expected there to be a little more like build up because you know when they revealed at SCCC they're like we're bringing in Hush and Magpie. I'm like I didn't expect to be like done with them by episode 4. Also, it really con- like this timeline continues to confuse me as a Batman fan because yeah. how old is Bruce? Because Bruce rescued <laughs> Kate at like age like I want to say, like, 12, 13. Yeah. So, Bruce ha- Bruce is usually, like, in his t- mid-20s by the time he comes back to Gotham. Like, 18 at the youngest. So, like, how much older is Bruce than Kate? I, I feel like it's supposed to be at least, like, 10 years. At the minimum, 10 years. So, like, Bruce I- is pushing 45, 50 by the time? <laughs> like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's kind of wild. I mean, maybe that's why he stopped being Batman. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I think it'll I mean, be interesting if if we do eventually get Bruce, which I think honestly at some point I think we will get him. I it'll think be interesting to see if he left Gotham on purpose or if he was like it was not some purposeful decision he made and he was stopped from coming back. Like there was something in his way, like Bane breaking his back. So and one of my one, and one of my other questions just about the show in general. So, I, I get that this is Batwoman and all, and, you know, she has to be, like, the, the, the star of the show. But why are there no other Bats? I mean, other than the rights thing, the, the obvious, like, meta reason. But why are there no other Bat sidekicks? There's no way Batman has been around for this long and has not gone through at least two whole Robins. Yeah, that's <laughs> valid. One, but two, minimum. <laughs> uh, I no. don't know. I'm very excited to see when we'll eventually get them, because I... I love so many of Batwoman's interactions with the rest of the. I love the Bat family. And I, I can't wait I to see what we get more. To, I just want her to interact with Cassandra because those are some of my favorite interactions. Because Cassandra is my favorite Bat girl, and that costume is awesome, and I just want to see it. I want to see it happen. Like, <laughs> I, I I feel like with the Bat family, they're at least trying to give us some build up. Because um, we we know Luke could eventually become Nightwing or. Ex- what was, uh... Yeah, Batwing. Yeah. Batwing, yeah, I mean, that's what I was... Not, not the right so word. Far, so, so far, Luke is just discount Curtis. He is, like, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Luke. Like, I, I, like this, is no, this is no offense to the actor at all, but, like, that's that's literally all they've, like, made him do. It's like, hey, can you watch footage of this, uh, of Echo Kellum real quick? Do that. Curtis, do but shorter. <laughs> My favorite thing he did, though, in this episode was the whole revealing oh by the way the batarang was calibrated for bruce's height by the way like i'm saying this because you're in a room where if you breathe it explodes that was one of my favorite scenes of the episode that was funny just like oh yeah it was good 
That yeah, was a good no, moment. I, 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 like, I do, I do like that he's right. building up his banter skills. Yeah, he's building up his banter skills. I like that like they established like the code names. That's pretty funny. Like how Batman and Alfred have always had like you know Penny One and different things like that. I think it's a, a fun little addition. And you know, I think he'll grow eventually. But like right now, all he is is discount Curtis. But you yeah. know, I, I have faith in him. Maybe he'll maybe he'll get there someday. Yeah, I, th- I think. I think instead of trying to introduce already, like, evolved bad characters, they're just trying to evolve our characters into them. Um, like, the theory that Mary is going to come uh, flamebird and take the plate of Kate's... Kate, I'm sorry, my words are not working tonight. The place of Kate's cousin in the comics, as she already has some uh, oh, similarities. I see that. Yeah. That would, that would be pretty awesome. I, I like flamebird. Flamebird's always been cool. Very underrated character. Yeah, she's she's pretty great. Now there's there was uh we did a talk about this in uh, season zero. There's like mm-hmm. a few similarities they threw out that like they, both of them have that kind of make you at least go hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, I I just hope that they actually like just slow down a bit. Like that that that's really all they really need to do to like get on the right track of like fixing things with this show. Because otherwise, it's just kind of a, a fun watch for, like, comic fans. And for non-comic fans, you're just really confused. Yeah. I I hope. I don't know if this will happen or not. I don't know if I have much faith I have that this will happen or not. But maybe since now we're caught up to Elseworlds, they'll kind of, like, be like, okay, we don't need to rush towards anything. We can slow it down now. That would be cool. I don't know if they're going to do it, but it would be cool. Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. hope so. We can all hope. We will remain hopeful. That's this been this podcast so far. I, I, I feel like that's the mantra of this show. Like we will remain hopeful despite all the dark omens. Nobody in Gotham has any hope. That's for sure. Not us in the yeah. podcast will. Yep, it's just us and Mary. Mary, just us and Mary. Poor Mary. <laughs> okay. She needs to take a trip to Central City and just have some fun. Like. I, go to a go to a brighter place, Mary. She would she would have so much fun with Barry and Kara, though. I feel like she would fit right in with them. Right. Oh my god, that would be great. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll get to see that at uh, the crossover. Not that they'll they'll be busy doing a billion other things in the crossover, but you yeah, know, yep. whatever. whatever crossover feelings. <laughs> okay, uh, did we have any other thoughts going forward or closing thoughts about the, the uh, episode? Um, no, it was, it was okay. It was definitely better than the first two. I, I can at least say that each episode is getting better, you know, if not, you know, slowly. But I am really excited for this, like, Alice flashback episode, mostly because Alice is great. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be really interesting to get to establish, like, what exactly happened to Alice in all these years that made her the way she is, like... Yeah, and, and this feels like a slow-down episode, like, I, and this is, I think, what this show really needs, is a slow-down episode. Yeah, I think that'll be good. I mean, I think it'll be interesting if they establish that, like, because in the comics, the way Beth dies is they were, like, kidnapped and she got killed. This one, it was just yep. more like, oh, this was an accident. So was it her really just being like, oh, they gave up on me that got her to this bad place? Or was she, like, kidnapped and taken by the religion yeah, see, of crime? See, my my, th- my, th- my whole theory is that, like, uh, like, Catherine set up, like, the death of, quote-unquote, like, 
the Beth and like uh, like the wife because she was going after Jacob in the first place. Or, yeah, or, I can see that. And, and, and then like you know she basically is trying was trying to cover it up, make sure he wasn't uh, like he wasn't looking for her, and then she just kind of shipped her um, shipped her off to like some random like human trafficker, and then she's like ends up in the hands of um, like the religion of crime. Some like the church of crime or whatever. Yeah. The image I just got in my head when you when you said that was um, in Sky High. <laughs> the villain becomes a baby. <laughs> and he has to oh, raise yeah, that's, her. That's, that's what I got. <laughs> oh, man. Sky, Sky High is a quality movie. Okay. When, uh, when Killer Frost was Poison Ivy. Right? Yes. This has really uh, evolved through the elements here. Yep. Uh, great stuff. All right. uh, but yeah, no, that's what I'm definitely looking forward to. For, uh, like Next week should be at least more fun. Yes, hopefully. I hope so. Oh, uh, one thing I did want to mention in this episode, uh, based on our discussion from last week, uh, was that while Catherine was exhuming Beth's grave, they do show in the background that there are two stars of David on Catherine and Kate's mother's... I'm so bad at words, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> on Beth and their mother's gravestone, there are two stars to David. So that's like yeah, so an, extremely minimal, an extremely yeah. minimal uh, acknowledgement. Like, I yelled. I'm like, I, like I'll take it. I yelled it. at that so hard. I'm, like, I'm I, glad it's there. It's very I'm, I'm, bottom I'm of the still, barrel, but we're glad. I'm still very annoyed. I'm still very annoyed that they legit had to have her have a necklace, and then the necklace is just like a tongue-in-cheek joke because it's a ruby necklace and it's ruby. Ru- I was like, really? Is this what we're doing? Somebody in my comments corrected me. It's like, um, actually, it's a garnet. No, come on, it looks like a ruby. You guys, you guys know what they did. It's so don't try to defend them. I'm shocked. None. You heard my screaming from Brooklyn on Monday night when I was like, this is my acknowledgement. <laughs> yeah. um, like, I hope we get more than that. Yeah. I'm like, well, uh, like, I paused my TV. Like, I paused. It's something. It's something. Um, and I pressed play and I was like, okay, pausing again. And that's <laughs> what I'm like, I'm like, like, like I'll take something. it. I hope they do better. I'm happy they put it there, but like, let's keep going, okay? <laughs> Come on, you can expand on it. Like, hopefully in that not- Episode. They're probably not going to give you a Hanukkah episode. I'll tell you that right now. They're I probably know, not. No, but I can dream. <laughs> it would just, there would be just, it would be such a funny episode if Kate was fasting and she couldn't do anything because she was too exhausted from fasting. Right. I'd be so yeah, funny. Like, it'd be really good. I'd love it. And be like, this is what I've been waiting for. If you're going to give me a Jewish hero, please give me at least one episode. And they were like, wait, no, I gotta, I gotta. A relatable Gosh. Jewish hero, yes. <laughs> No, yes. <laughs> at least at least you still got like over on the Marvel side. You've got Ben Grimm and Kitty Pride. That's cool. Yeah, it's true. Bad. Well, okay. I think are we we wrapped up our thoughts on the plot in the episode. Are we ready to move on to yeah. feedback. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, so we're going to start with tweets. I guess we can just cycle through who's reading what. Um, so. First, we have Lady Neo 90 at Lady underscore Neo 90. They said, an okay episode, less action and more drama this time around. Don't get me wrong, the story is getting good, emotional even, but the way the villain of the week was taken out made me sigh. Overall, the story is great. The action just needs to make, needs to match it too. Rating 5 out of 10. I'm like, that's, yeah, that's a pretty valid review. Made me sigh is kind of just 
the repetitive like that 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 describes a lot of this show. Yes. Like I, I definitely feel that. <laughs> yes. Um do you want you guys to read the next one? I will. It, it's Kate Kate, Kate uh Kate Akana Hunter. They're cool. I like them. Sorry I said the name wrong. But it's okay. I wish there was more action. I agree. I too wish there was more action, my dude. I want more action in this show. And I know we're going to get a bunch soon enough, but I'm excited for that Alice episode. Because that's going to be a different type of action. I think they just need to improve the choreography before they jump into more action. But their only other way to improve is just throw a bunch of it. Yeah, keep keep doing it. it, You know? That's true. I hope so. That's a pretty valid point. Um, So the next tweet I I just included because I wanted to laugh for a second. It says... Poor slash overacting first DC series on CW that is bad, which I, I'm just sorry. I was really amused by that because if you could watch all of the DC CW series up to this point and not think any of them are bad. Yeah, good on <laughs> good on you, because like I, I you know, I, I've reviewed every single one of these and okay. I've had at least I've had at least a freak out. I've had one one freak out rant episode per show at least at some point usually around the third season because apparently like cw Arrowverse shows are cursed to have terrible third seasons other than legends which was a great yes, season it three. was thank you um no, that's, but, um, i was like okay that's an opinion interesting we can move on now <laughs> i just wanted to acknowledge yes. that jeremy do you want to retweet I cannot. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to find the actual tweet section. I can't. I'm, okay. I can't find this. I'll, I'll, I'll leave you guys. I'll leave you guys to it, and I'll just respond. Okay, that's 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 fair. Uh, so we have Kenny Crowley Jr. at Kenny Crowley. He said, "Good episode of Batwoman. Best of season one so far. Like the fight between Batwoman and Magpie. Great stunts in the episode. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, like we agreed, it's going. Well. It's getting better. I, for getting sure. better going forward. So yeah. I really liked their fight when Kate was using the battery and then they destroyed the vase like that made me very happy and i was like this was good fights that like, was this good. was good fight yeah that was a good fight <laughs> you get what i'm saying guys yes, I, I understand <laughs> no that's cool we you want to read the tweet mimi yeah uh stays playing venture at dice Catas- catastrophe cute very cute uh loved it new love for kate kate cat wait <laughs> uh new love for Cat because she came clean. Oh yeah, Cat Catherine yeah. got it. Woo, slow moment. Moment. New love for Cat because she came clean. I was worried that she would give in to Alice's demand, and while I don't think she made the right choice, I think she made an understandable one. If she's disclosed everything, my TV fight metric is Agent Carter, but the fights were okay. Ooh, I like that. I like that. That's huh. it's like I appreciate nice. that opinion. I, yes, I don't. I don't. I don't know about love because you know, yeah, Catherine's still pretty evil. But you know, we'll we'll get there. We'll we'll see where it goes. I mean, there are always the people that love the villains. We have to have those in our fandoms too. It just makes things easier. No, that, that, yeah, there are some, there are some great villains. Don't get me wrong. Damian Dark was awesome when he left Arrow and went to Legends. Um, but <laughs> let's, let's let's not talk about season two of Legends. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, like I do, I do agree though. Like I don't like what she did, but it made sense yeah. in its bizarreness. Like like yeah, no, I get that. It was. I liked her and Alice's whole banter all of the episodes. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I'm better than you. And then also... Their back and forth is great. Yeah, I I definitely love that. I'm more Uh, evil than you're more evil? (laughs) If they break into song soon, I'll be thrilled. Um, But I also really liked that, like, 
Catherine is realizing, oh yeah, no, I am, I am being out villain here when she's cutting all people's fingers. <laughs> oh man, I, I, I oh, now okay. see, when you when you said bust out into song, I just imagined like a super dark rock opera. You're welcome. I, I I want that to happen now. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the? <laughs> Have you ever heard of the rock opera called Repo? Because that's an interesting one. Oh, yeah. We're going to move oh, on yeah. to that, though. Okay. Yes. At B-Man923, they said, Loved it. Ruby Rose is fantastic as Kate slash Batwoman. I love the dynamic duo of Kate and Luke. I'm shocked the stepmom spilled the beans to the father about Beth. Yeah. Yeah. That's two. Okay. Yep. Do you want to... I'm still very surprised at how quickly they're, like, dropping these, like, plot twists, for real. Like, I I know we've said that a bunch already, but, like, still, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it is. It's kind of crazy. We can acknowledge that. Mimi? Uh, At Paperclip Freak, uh, November Clip Freak, frowny face. Um, I like how Kate is learning how to be the bat that Sophie is catching on, and I enjoyed Reagan, even though she's probably gone for now. The explosions were a little underwhelming, something a dynamic camera might have fixed. Also, the people barely reacted at, reacted at all. I agree. Uh, I think we need to embrace the campiness. It is at least more comic-like than other gritty adaptions. I like that Kat is coming clean and that Jacob is finally catching up onto something he was actively denying for himself, Beth being alive. I was pleased to see the stars of David on the graves, but I would, I would be disappointed if that's the only reference. It's at least a start. I'm very curious and curiouser for next episode. Uh, give me that Alice backstory. I very much love the show ties to the religion of crime from Elegy. Yes. Yeah, um, I, I, think I am really excited for this though. Like, uh, I, I, I honestly, I, I put, I chalk it up to the people not reacting, just being like, "Oh, we live in Gotham. This is kind of just a normal Sunday." Honestly, I, I feel like the Arrowverse shows are at their best when they embrace their campiness and stop trying to be over dramatic and serious. Because I yeah. feel like that's a lot of the problem so far. Honestly. I mean, the, the, there are certain shows that can handle it pretty decently, like that have a have a nice balance. Like the, the later seasons of Arrow, fi- like really get into that groove of like being able to balance humor and like the darker stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but like, yeah, I, I do agree. It, they they are they are their best when they're more self aware. I feel like all CW shows are better when they're more self aware. Um, yeah. Sorry. Like once once you know once they know that they're in on the joke, like you can actually like laugh with them instead of laugh at them, and that's always more fun. Yes, I agree. Okay, uh, let's talk Batwoman. At talking Batwoman said, "Okay, again, this just ekes out being the best episode so far. A lot of the big problems of exposition were handled much better here. Pretty clever villain plan. Characters continuing to develop. Maybe the best visual so far. The growing pain scenes were a bit naff." Okay. Yeah. 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 Mimi? Yeah, I, I feel you on that part. It it was... Uh, why? Just, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. My brain. But, like, the CGI scene that just popped in my head specifically was the uh, Martha's bomb necklace moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that, that... But, like, it is getting it, better, you know, but that, that, that just, like, popped in my head. That made me yell at my screen. That made me yell at my screen. That was, I was like, was, wait was a minute. Hold on, that doesn't make any sense. Like my inner Bat fanboy freaked out. It's like, wait a minute, Joe Chill broke that necklace when Batman's parents were killed. There's no way that's real. They better not make that real. And it's like, okay, it's just a set of bombs. I'll take that. <laughs> just a set of bombs. Normal things <laughs> in Gotham. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's Gotham. Like that's not the weirdest thing we've seen. It's true. Okay. Uh, 
at, yeah, go ahead. Uh, at Inspector Flora for uh, Force Ghost Jarf. My favorite moment was Mary interrogating Dachshund in Alice's voice. Nicole Kang had her cadence and body language down. Hashtag bad moment. On that point, was, my dude. That on one point. was that really was such a good Mary. scene. That was, my, that was my favorite scene, for sure, of the episode. Again, Mary is great. Like, Nicole Kang is killing it. Yeah, she's doing great. And uh, our last tweet we have from Pamela Harvey at Huttering Ladle. She said, I'm glad we're caught up to Elseworlds time-wise. All-around fun episode. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting if they reference Elseworlds at all in the next episode to just kind of, like, establish in the show that that's happened. I I hope they do, like, at some point because I just feel like the director acknowledging it, like, outside the show isn't really good enough. So I think that I think that's the whole reason we're getting the Alice flashback so that we can have like a reason for like a time jump. Yeah. And then be like That would make sense. You know? So I'm 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 hoping that they can at least, you know, acknowledge that. Because otherwise it's gonna feel a little weird, like, oh, so you do remember what happened even though you didn't mention it at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright. And then we have an email from New Rachel, which I could read. She said, Dear Batwoman Podcast, I forgot to say it last week, but I've been I've been thinking ever since he was cast that Tommy Elliott looks like a combination of Andy Samberg and Hartley Sawyer, who's Ralph from The Flash. Does anyone else see this or am I just weird? I, I could totally see that. I could see uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> like but I'll 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 always just remember him as Nolan from Revenge. Like he is he's a great actor. Uh, he definitely knows how to choose some scenery and he was uh he showed that skill here for sure, uh when he first showed up. Definitely. Um I hope I hope we see more of him, but I hope also that like again that this this show actually takes its time with him and like builds him properly instead of just being like, Hey, I'm here now guys. So, yeah. Uh, she goes on, she says, anyway, I said on Twitter that this episode is already my favorite because it has three Rachels, which Rachel Matthews is Magpie, Rachel Scarson is Alice, and Rachel Maddow is Bester Fairchild, which I agree with you very much. Thank you. And even outside <laughs> of that, I really enjoyed this episode. Mary continues to be the best, and Vesper seemed to have even more snarky comments about Kate than usual, reminding me of Livewire from Supergirl. Yeah, I'm definitely enjoying Rachel Maddow getting to be snarky. That's, that is a treat, for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Magpie was a fun villain, and I definitely wouldn't be opposed to seeing more obscure Batman slash Batfamily villains that Arrow hasn't already used. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying if we're gonna embrace the if we're gonna embrace the campiness, let's get like Kite Man or the Condiment King up in here. Someone like, at someone asked SDCC um asked if they were gonna redo any of the aerial villains that they stole and they were like, uh no. I'm just saying <laughs> let, let, let's get some of the fun ones. Let's get some of the dumb Batman villains like the Condiment King, Calendar Man Calendar Man could actually be really threatening if you do it correctly. Like, he could be, like, a Zodiac killer type thing, and that could be really cool. We could, um, yeah, we could have a lot of fun. Um, like, I, I think it'd be dope. Yeah. So all four obscure bat villains. But Alice is still my favorite, and the plot involving her and Catherine continues to be interesting. I also continue to enjoy Luke and Kate's dynamic. It's a nicer version of, subversion of the usual team setup that we have in the other shows. Although I guess, like, her cousin Kate works mostly alone for now. As for Kate and Reagan, they were cute, but I thought they would last longer, even though, of course, they weren't meant to last. Although maybe now that the series has a full season order, things could be slowed down and they could get a second chance before something happens to Sophie's husband and Sophie and Kate build their relationship back up. Because I expect that he'll be the Tommy and probably die instead of Sophie herself. 
I don't know. Guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, very excited for the next episode as it seems to have an Alice focus, even though I'm surprised we're getting that getting to that so soon in the season. Also, how long do you think it'll take for Mary to figure out Kate is Batwoman? Or how long will it take for Kate to tell her? Signed, new Rachel. That's a good question. <laughs> it's not, I don't think it's going to take Mary that long. Mary is pretty smart, and Kate, as we established earlier, is a very horrible liar. Yeah, so. I don't think it's going to take long. <laughs> yeah, I feel like after flashback episodes, so probably somewhere between six and eight. Yeah. That's my guess. Okay. So any day now, it's going to happen. Also, we already see that, like, you know, Mary is very into fashion, so I would definitely like to see Mary, like, work with Luke on some costume oh, yeah. upgrades. Just a little few um, upgrades here and there. I could see that. That'd be nice. Um, I think that cool. Yeah, no, we, we kind of mentioned, we should have probably done news at the beginning, but uh, we kind of mentioned that it was announced this past week that the show has officially gotten a full season order, so there will be 22 episodes, like we said earlier, so... Just so that's clear and everyone knows what we're talking about. Okay. That's it for the feedback. Uh, We can do our social media handles now. You can find the podcast at Batwoman Podcast on Twitter. And I think it's on Instagram. It might be on Instagram. Um, And as well as you can send us an email at BatwomanPodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at Canary at Law on Tumblr and Twitter. Mimi, where can can we find you? You, you can find me on Twitter at Morganstein17 and on Tumblr at AwArrow65, because Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. Jeremy, where are you at? All right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. J's Reviews and also on YouTube at Mr. J's Reviews, where I review Batwoman and all the other Arrowverse shows every single week. So uh, if you want more of just my solo uh, like rants and discussions about these shows and... Mostly when it comes to Batwoman, me making fun of the show, but with, from a place of love, from a place of love, let me clarify that. I don't hate on the show. It all comes from a place of love. But if you want to join in on that fun with me, uh, my YouTube channel is um, youtube.com slash Reviews. Definitely check that out. Yes. Well, thank you very much for joining us uh, for this episode. Thanks, it was very Jeremy. much appreciated. Yeah, no problem. That's and, fun. Uh, yeah, I think that's all we got for now. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.